I gotta tell you folks, this world is a terrible place. One place where you get real news. News that'll tell you exactly what movies are about. Not the BS that they tell you in Hollywood. Not the BS that they tell you on all those other movie websites. No, you wanna hear the real deal? You wanna hear the real truth? You're listening to it right now. The Fellas. Well, this movie is a... The title to this movie goes a long way towards uh, showing how I ended up feeling about it. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Very yeah. surprised. It's like a glass half full. What's going on, man? 2019's January releases are kind of like an anomaly. Which I normally resent the living shit out of. I don't like watching January movies. If I could, I'd just fucking take a month off. January sucks. It fucking sucks. I'm going to tell you. I've seen a couple of movies this weekend and every last one of them were shocking. Or maybe, maybe we just set the scale so low because it is January that we think they're great. Oh, you know what was absolutely atrocious was these uh, these freaking trailers we were subjected yeah, this to. Was this, for this, this movie, oh, by the way, guys, you listen to the fellas, it's uh, Santorin and Ray today, just the two of us working a night shift. We saw um, The Upside starring uh Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston. Very surprising. Very surprising this this movie was. Yeah, once the movie started, the upside was we actually got rid of the fucking trailers. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I want to see this shit because I won't say Kevin Hart is a bad actor. I will say he's typecast into the uh, the comic relief goofy Negro sidekick. Yeah. And I was just kind of tired of it. And looking at this, Brian Cranston is a, a wonderful thespian. That guy is an inspirational story. Coming up from Malcolm in the Middle, was that his first role? No, Malcolm in the Middle? No, it was it was Power Rangers. He was in Power Rangers? Yeah, man. The TV he, show? Yeah, he was in As Power Rangers. Uh, he was Zordon. Get the fuck out of here. He wasn't no fucking Zordon. The fat kid was Zordon. The fat man, he was in the Power Rangers. I know that for a fact. He was I'll Zordon in the movie. Yeah, he was Zordon in the movie, but See, I know that for a fact he was in... He was in the TV show is what you're telling me. Yeah. You sure about that? Okay, fuck it. I'll, I'll take your word for it. He, he was also in Macross Plus. Oh, Jesus. Let's, let's not get into it. We're going to go into a tangent. But either way, I never would have imagined that Brian Cranston was a guy I wanted to see on the big screen. Yeah. But ever since Breaking Bad, that dude just hit the fucking ground running and he never looked back. Everything he was in after Breaking Bad, this dude just ate the entire fucking scene everywhere he went brian cranston i mean to me he is a a true success story he just needed a chance for people to see who he is and the funny thing is in a lot of ways this movie makes me feel the exact same way about kevin hart i've always felt that kevin hart was overrated i genuinely don't think he's that funny if you look at his stand-up to me his stand-up's not that good yeah i'm a shock he's you. funny just not that that I'm gonna shock you. You know, Brian Cranston actually did a lot of voice acting for anime. What? What fucking anime? Armitage Three. The this is this is not like a remake of Armitage. No, it's no, the original Armitage Three. Yeah, in 1995, Techno Man. Huh. Land's End. The fuck. Fucking Macross Plus. Oh my god. Well, either way, that's still comeuppance. You went from doing voice acting to doing real acting. The man made a comeuppance. The dude did a lot of work. I mean, he was doing work just to get noticed. And then as soon as he did Malcolm in the Middle, his career just exploded. Yeah, but I genuinely did not like Malcolm in the Middle. No? No. They, they, I think they went a little bit too hardcore with making his family seem white trash. Oh, okay. 
I think they pushed it a bit too much. I think that's where like the whole white guilt thing started. They just felt like, yeah, we'll just we'll just make these people absolute scum. Damn. And I didn't like what they were doing to him. Yeah, he he was working the ranks. I think Breaking Bad was the one series that actually made him more known to the rest of the population. I had assumed that this movie would be all like woke. Yeah, Kevin Hart just busts his ass. He to me he really pulled himself out of that typecast that he's in. Yeah, you know, and a supporting actor. Supporting actors were kind of good. Okay, so he has a wife and a kid, Latrice and Anthony, and he's trying as best as he can to provide for them, but he kind of fucked up, and he's got the whole, I am a male, I carry this burden, you know, I am disposable and everyone hates me, but I'm still going to do what I can to provide for my family and to do better. And I can tell he was pulling it off because his wife was pissing me off. Yeah. Uh, His wife, Latrice, played by Aha Naomi King. Yeah, she came off as a real bitch. Uh Uh, Not her fault. That's the writing. It just means the writing worked. But, you know, he's like, look, you know, I'm trying to provide you know oh well you weren't here for us so now i realize i don't need you and i'm sitting there like yeah but what about his son i understand you don't need him but throughout that whole argument she never mentioned their kid once so you're voluntarily having your child come up in the ghetto with no father that's something you're okay with that because you not him because you don't need his father you're okay with him growing up in the ghetto surrounded by drug dealers with no positive male role model because you don't need him great 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 job being a mom yeah i'm sitting there getting upset but that just means they pulled it off yeah that's all that means they didn't shave his beard not once in this entire movie his beard looks scruffy mm-hmm. throughout the looks entire all, time it looks nappy and sh- it looks like the way my beard normally looks you know if i'm not grooming or getting a haircut you know and, and the thing is it's like he's living in a really rich area he's walking around and didn't even look like he changed wardrobe not once like the first hour of the movie right it's like damn dude you fucking stink you just walk up into an interview like that man that's that's pretty well, he wasn't up. trying to get the job. See, at the beginning of the movie, uh, he's going in for a whole, the whole life coach thing. But all the jobs he applied for, he just needs people to sign off to say that he applied. That way, his parole officer doesn't give him shit. He's not actually trying to take any of these jobs, you know, because they suck. All the, all the jobs are freaking horrible. Yeah. But what's cool is all these people are applying for the job. And as soon as he comes in, Brian Cranston talks to him for like two minutes. And he's like, yeah, I want to give you the job. Nah, hell no tell you what sleep on it come back tomorrow if you don't want the job and you come back tomorrow i'll sign your paper you'll be good to go just go home and sleep on it and here's what's cool here's what i like he didn't say oh i want you to have a job because he sees something in him yeah. this guy's got life no he gave him the job you realize this as the movie's going on he gave him the job because he looks like the most incompetent person of the bunch you know if something happens that could possibly Lead lead to him dying this guy will most likely be sleeping off a hangover yeah and he'll sit there and let him die because brian cranston's character wants to die and you don't realize any of this as the movie goes on you piece it together and you learn more and more and more about him and i was like i like that i'm, I'm invested what was uh spoiler alert what was cranston's story again i think okay uh he, his he, wife his wife died, died of cancer okay. and he because he had bad judgment he decided to do parasailing during the lightning during storm. a storm yeah so he just really just tore his body up he might have done it during a, a depressive state or this was before his wife died his wife died after his body was busted up and all he wanted to do at this point was was just die he just didn't have any real reason to live so he has this do not resuscitate clause dnr or something like that mean if you have to do something extraordinary to keep him alive 
do not do it. Because it's like at one point in the middle of the night, he's having a nightmare. And because he's having a nightmare, he can't breathe properly. So Kevin Hart runs in there. He's like, yo, yo, wake up, wake up, wake up. And he puts the mask on him. And at the time he puts the mask on him, he is now holding his breath. He wants to fucking die. He can't deal with this shit anymore. Actively holding his breath. And the only thing that got him to breathe was Kevin Hart said something funny and it caused him to start laughing. And when he's laughing, he was sucking in oxygen from the oxygen machine. So that was that was pretty good. Started to get emotionally invested in yeah, the whole thing. You they, know, it was great. Because normally Kevin Hart is usually the slapstick comedy character and mm-hmm. he's pretty much tight cast to playing the same guy. Yeah. Ner- nervous black dude that's just being funny just to pass all right, his, right. his fears. I even turned to him and like, look, you know, this is a pretty interesting role for him to be in because, you know, he's trying to bridge that gap, I guess, for audiences. Right. I thought it was kind of funny that he's paired up with Brian Cranston and, and it's funny, Brian Cranston's doing a lot of acting not to move. Oh, I just thought about that. You know, that's how good of an actor do you have to be to go through an entire movie not moving only moving your neck yes that moment where i knew kevin hart wasn't really ready for it Mm -hmm. was when he had to pick his ass up off that bed and then you see i think he's squinted because like damn he's actually picking up his dead weight yeah right off the bed he's gonna do it real and when he puts him back in that chair he starts to slide over (laughs) yeah (laughs) because he thought that what you call it kevin hart was gonna you know kevin hart thought i was like i'm already done just as an actor's thinking okay he's already placed he's not gonna lean over I, i think that was an improv move you know what i bet was also an improv move the whole thing where he has to put the catheter in oh i think a lot of that i really think a lot of that was brian cranston verbally fucking with him and kevin hart trying to come up with an appropriate response because it it seemed the whole thing seemed lived it, yeah between it, the both of them. yeah but it was funny as shit i liked it because it wasn't two people trying to see who has the wittier comebacks it felt like two friends fucking with each other yeah that's what it felt like look i'm gonna do this for you don't don't fucking look me in the eyes man yeah. look the other way all right i'm touching i'm touching your piece i don't i don't want you looking at me he's like what are you touching my dick hey man what i just tell you don't look at me don't <laughs> don't don't talk about it what what say it go ahead go ahead my dick go on you never touch another man's penis but and it's no. just like it's torturing him like yo i want to disassociate myself from this like my spirit is gone yeah and my body is just working on autopilot i don't want to think about it don't make it real i don't want to envision myself handling your cock and balls that whole thing was funny. They did it really nice. And I also will say, they did a pretty good job making Nicole Kidman look young. She looks hot as shit, dude. Yeah. And I was she like, went, that she can't was doing be Nicole Kidman. And she was dancing in that little scene. I'm like, damn, Nicole. That was cute. That shit was cute as fuck. You know, she's wearing her glasses. She looks all like nerdy and shit. And it's like, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is fucking cute. I, I liked it. I, I, every, everybody did what they had to do. Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston clearly stole the show, but everybody, they did a great job as supporting characters because they didn't try to insert themselves. They come up, say one or two lines, okay, you're done. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Everyone just kept their distance and gave the whole movie over to Kevin and Brian. And finally, I will say this. I think the thing I liked the most about this, first of all, like every half hour, I was looking at my watch like, yo, is this shit still going on? This movie seemed to take way yeah, longer than it should is, have. The thing is, we were like, oh shit, this is actually getting into our next movie we're going to go watch. We kind of double booked the day. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh shit. It's like, yeah, we got like three fucking hours between the movies. It'll be fine. We were looking like, I think once the credits started rolling, we ran out and ran straight <laughs> to the other theater. Like, not that we didn't like the movie. It's like, it was so good. We were like, fuck, I don't 
don't want to miss the other movie. Yeah, I don't want to miss how this ends. But the thing is, the way it was going, it looked like the ending was nowhere in sight. Yes. But here's what I liked the most. Once it was time to stop, they just cut, cut. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. You get it now. He's happy. The end. Roll credits. They cut that shit with extreme prejudice. The best part of this movie is you're taking someone out of his element uh-huh. and putting him somewhere where he's well, not. both of them. They're both sharing each other's life experiences. And then none of them criticized each other how they behaved inside of that situation. That was really funny. Like when, when he went into the opera and he's fucking laughing. He's like, yo, why are you with that guy? He turns around. Looks at an extremely sexy woman next to like an older, yeah, older guy. He's like, so uh, how married are you? He's like, what did you marry this guy for? <laughs> and Brian Cranston just sitting there laughing because he's like, fuck these guys. These are the people I've been with all my life, and now that I've pretty much given up on life, I realize these people are kind of garbage. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was fun. Yeah, but they they ended that shit. That shit had a hard stop, and yeah. I was thankful for it because at that point you knew okay, it was going up, it was going great in this guy's life. Kevin Howard's making it better. He hit a plateau. It dropped sharply. And only one person can get him back out of that plateau. It was Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart came back. He got him out of that plateau. The guy's happy again. He's moving on with his life. And you're like, okay, I get it now. But I'm sitting there thinking, now now we got the wind down. It's going to go a little bit longer. But no, they're like, yep, he's happy. Screen goes blank. It says the words come up. They've remained friends until, until this very day. I was like... <laughs> All right, shit, let's get out of here. It's like, yeah, there you go. We fucking ran. We couldn't run out that freaking theater so fast because uh, as soon as we got to the corner, there was like an old elderly guy going down the stairs like, fuck. I don't want to miss the trailers, man. I don't want to miss the trailers for the next movie. Absolutely. We were freaking succumbed to these shitty trailers in this movie. We're like, okay, let's see something new. Yeah. So you know what? This movie gave it a hard stop. So let's give this review a hard stop. Let's get down to brass tacks. Honestly, I don't want to give away too much of what happened in the movie. I actually do want you to see it. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and rate this. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm actually going to give this a full price. Oh, shit. I genuinely fucking enjoyed it, and I was genuinely a little bit emotionally moved at points. That's two for know? two for January. That's yeah. unheard of. And and also, I will say, you know, hashtag I stand with Kevin Hart. Fuck the Oscars. Was it the Oscars that did yeah, it? Yeah, they, they, yeah, they fuck the Oscars. Yeah. I stand with Kevin Hart. Yeah. I'm going to give this also a high full price. This was nice, man. This was a nice movie. It was like... This was quaint. It was nice. It it was, there was no preaching to it. There was no, just there was two no, guys, yeah. two dealing with their shit mm-hmm. and trying to freaking move on and grow as people. That's yeah. what this fucking movie is. It's a buddy yep. movie. That's all it was. And it was really good. It was a good buddy movie. It was great. It was great. It, what, what, I'm sorry. What did you give it, Ray? I'm going to give it a full price. All right. Two full prices. That's good. That's good. All right, guys. Don't forget to visit our on our website at g2ta.net and gottotalkabout.com. And don't forget to subscribe on our YouTube page. And also visit us on our Patreon page at patreon slash g2ta. Hoorah! Yes! Damn, man. That bathroom line was fucking long just to leave this damn theater. Man, I hope we didn't cheat our fans. I didn't intend for that to go so fast, but it's really to the point that the movie is to the point, and also I don't want to spoil too much. I yeah, yeah, it was actually it, so. really, really good movie. Yeah, because once you give up that. way too much, then it's like, like what's the point. Yeah. it's like like some of them trailers we saw. Like, Why did way too much? How did you get funding for half of that shit? Nah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>